What is up, Grade 9? It is Mr. Christian back here with you, quoting the great DJ Khaled with another one, another episode of the Grade 9 podcast. Hoping that everybody's staying healthy and doing well at home. I know the last couple weeks here uh, have been a pretty challenging time for our province, um, and I'm sure that you folks are feeling the effect of not only that, uh, but our quarantine, which is now over a month, Uh, And I'm feeling that too. I know your other teachers are feeling that too. Um, But we're going to get through this together. Um, And I just want to reiterate, you need more time with the work. Please do not hesitate to email me and ask, okay? Um, As I've said in my other episodes of the podcast here, this is definitely bigger than anything we're doing right now. Um, And I'm I'm really happy with your folks' effort. I got to say... I'm really proud of you folks continuing to try to learn about some of the stuff we would be talking about, um, all things considering. Your effort is so much appreciated. You guys are doing a great job, um, and I can't wait to see what you guys do with this next assignment I have for you folks, um, because it is definitely uh, one of my favorite things to do in this unit. You may groan. We'll find out, but um, it is pretty interesting. So we'll get to the business side of things in the in a little bit here but i want to start off this podcast on a light note uh and as promised i do want to give some shout outs to those of you that did answer my question on google classroom and i do want to introduce my newest segment to the podcast which is going to be called what is up featuring mr christian so that being said let's get to the shout outs my new segment and then we'll talk business so get your drink get your beverage Whatever it is that you're drinking this hour in the day, whatever time it is, don't matter. Sit back, relax, and let's talk about what's up with not only me, but with you folks. So at the time of recording this podcast, I didn't get too, too many responses here to my Google form questions that I put up on classroom. And that's okay because, well, one, I said that you didn't need to do it unless you wanted a shout out uh, on the podcast. And also, secondly, I know many of you are probably feeling the pressure to try to get your other work done for your other classes. And I definitely didn't want it to be one more thing that you needed to do. So no worries whatsoever if you didn't answer the question. If you would like to answer it for maybe a shout out in future podcasts, what I will do is keep the form up there uh, and please go ahead and answer it whenever you can or whenever you want. uh, And I'll keep track of who I've given shout outs to and who I haven't. So no worries. Um, For those of you that didn't get your shout out read here uh, on this episode, what most likely happened is that you just answered the question uh, a little later in the week, whereas I recorded the episode of this podcast a little earlier in the week. So I'll definitely give you a shout out here in the next episode, as well as anybody else who answered that question later on. Okay, but for now, we're going to focus on the people that I did hear from. And first up is going to be Soa in 9-1. And Soa's been spending his free time continuing his epic journey of creating the greatest collection of dad jokes the world has ever seen. Um, So, yeah, he's been doing that since before break. Um, he had a notebook that he bought a couple weeks before break, and by the time, uh, or the last couple days before we left, 
Um, I think he had about a quarter of that notebook filled out. So quite impressive. Um, many of the jokes there are a combination of ones that he's researched online, but also he's made up quite a few on his own and they've been good. Uh, you guys know that I love a good dad joke. I love the cringe. Um, so yeah, no, that's great to hear that you're still doing that. Soa. Um, and Soa also suggested that maybe I tell jokes on the podcast and I would love to do that. And I've been thinking that I'll probably do like a joke of the day segment. Um, so what I would also like, so if you're interested is I would like you to maybe sponsor that segment, um, and maybe feed me some jokes that you'd like me to tell people. Um, so if you're interested in that, Soa. Uh, maybe shoot me an email and just send me some jokes that I can tell over some future episodes. I do have one for this podcast, so I will tell that joke here today at some point. Um, but uh, yeah, let's let's collaborate and let's do that if you're interested. All right, and I'll always give you full credit for the joke. So um, yeah, get in touch with me, Soa. And I'm like I said, I'm glad to hear that you're still doing that um, despite everything. So awesome. Uh, next up is Natasha in 9-2. Uh, so Natasha's been playing some basketball, perfecting that three-point shot. Um, and she's also been playing board games and having some movie nights with her family. Uh, and that's so, so great to hear. And I hope many of you uh, in your families have been doing something similar um, because those things really take the stress off of the situations that we've been going through over these last couple weeks, uh, and really bring us closer together. Um, so that's great to hear Natasha. Uh, hopefully you've been watching some great movies. Um, cause you know, sometimes if you try, I don't know if you've ha- had this happen to you or not, you'll try a movie on Netflix and you're like, Oh, that looks good. And then it's actually really bad. Uh, and you've sat through an hour and a half of something that you were kind of like, eh, but you couldn't, you had to finish it because you, you know, you, I don't know about you, but I like to finish what I start, uh, even if it's bad or not. Um, but yeah, hopefully if you watch mostly good movies and I'd love to hear some of the movies that you have been watching, um, because I'd love to take some suggestions here and things that I should be getting on watching. Um, and as many of you know, I'm really, really slow to get to movies, especially the newer ones. Um, for those of you that don't know that, Here's some perspective for you. I just got around to watching Endgame last week. Uh, It was awesome. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, But that's how slow I get to things. So, yeah, I would love to uh, hear some movie suggestions from you folks. That would be great. Maybe I can add that question to the Google form and you can go and answer that. Uh, But thanks, Natasha. Glad to hear your family's doing well, and I hope that hand's doing well, too. Um, Next up, we got David from 9-3. Uh, David's been playing computer games, as I'm sure many of you are, uh, and he's also been studying, as I'm also sure many of you are. Uh, So that's great to hear, David. Uh, I would love to hear what type of computer games you're playing, buddy. Um, I definitely don't have a computer that could probably run any of those games because I'm not a PC gamer. Um, But, you know, I would love to hear that side of gaming. Uh, As many of you know, I am a big gamer, and I will be talking about gaming in my next segment. But uh, yeah, no, I would love to hear what games you're playing. Um, And David also suggested that maybe I talk about Korean culture. And I think that's a really, really good idea um, because I would love to learn more about cultures. Um, We are a very multicultural school. um, And, you know, I would love to get some perspective behind some culture, um, especially Korean culture. So um, 
the only thing that I may have a hard time with when doing that is I just probably wouldn't know where to start. So David, if, if you could do me a big favor and maybe send me off an email about where I should start uh, to learn about, then in the next episode, I can talk about that. Um, and maybe give me a few starter points, like give me a few topics that I can look into. And yes, I would absolutely love to talk about Korean culture uh, and really any culture. Uh, anybody else out there that's listening to this and you think that's a great idea that David suggested and you'd like me to talk about your cultures, uh, please let me, yeah, give me some starting points. Let me know where I should start and I would love to maybe create a culture segment. That'd be really, really cool. Uh, and for those of you that aren't interested in that or aren't interested in even what I'm talking about right now, uh, you feel free. You can skip around the episodes of the podcast and different segments all you want. That's why I named them different segments. Um, so yeah, feel free to skip ahead. Okay. But yeah, I want to do that. So let me know where I should start. Okay. And glad to hear from you, David. Hope you're doing well. Uh, next up is Nicole uh, in 9-3. Nicole's been drawing. Uh, for those of you that know Nicole, that's that's not a surprise whatsoever. Nicole is a very uh, talented drawer. Um, she's also been playing video games online. I'm sure she's been playing Super Smash Bros. Uh, and I got some really cool news for you uh, in the next segment, Nicole. Um, and Nicole suggested that I should talk about uh, some TV, uh, some cartoons, or maybe some anime. Those of you that know me, you know I like anime as well. I don't watch a lot of anime, but for the animes that I have watched, I could talk forever about. Um, so, yeah, I, definitely I will I will look into some of those animes that you suggested to me over the year. Uh, and maybe I can talk about those in my What's Up with Mr. Christian segment. All right. Uh, so thanks, Nicole. Glad to hear from you. Um, and glad to hear you're doing well as well. Okay. Uh, next up, we got Honey. Uh, in 9-2, and Honey's been having fun with uh, who she calls her little annoying sibling. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, Honey, but I may have heard that little annoying sibling uh, when we were on Google Meet last week. Um, so shout out to Honey's little annoying sibling. Uh, glad to hear that you guys are having fun together despite the annoyingness. Uh, and Honey's also been watching Netflix there's so much to watch on there. So many movies, so many TV shows, so many documentaries. Um, yeah, I'm glad to hear that you're taking some time to, to relax and watch some Netflix. And last up is Malcolm from 9-2. Uh, Malcolm's been also playing some video games. Uh, I can't remember what system he has, um, but I'm sure he's playing all sorts of games, mobile, console, uh, you name it. Um, he's also been playing some sports, uh, not, not sure what kinds of sports. I imagine he's probably shooting some hoops cause he's a tall dude. Um, and he's also been sleeping as I'm sure many of you have been as well. And even I've been taking a little bit of advantage of that. Um, I used to get up in the morning at around six 30 to get ready for school. I'd get to the school around probably eight o'clock to get ready for the day. Uh, but with this homeschooling thing, uh, I've been sleeping in until probably around 8 or 8.30, and it just gives me just enough time to kind of wake up, have a coffee, eat some breakfast, and get ready to support you guys online. So glad to hear that you're taking advantage of sleeping, Malcolm. Um, also glad that you're not doing it in class. Uh, jokes, you've never fallen asleep in my class that I know of. Um, but uh, yeah, glad to hear that you're doing well, buddy. Um, and that is it for my shout outs here for this episode. So 
Like I said, at the beginning of this, if you want shout outs in future episodes, feel free, go ahead, answer those questions on my Google form that I've put up on Google Classroom. I will give you shout outs in future episodes. But for now, we're going to move on to the next segment of the podcast, which is going to be titled, What's Up with Mr. Christian? Welcome to the first ever segment of What's Up with Mr. Christian. Uh, I really picture these segments just really being an opportunity for us to shoot the breeze. Um, one of the questions I asked in the Google form uh, was, what are some things that you'd like me to talk about on the podcast? Um, and many of you expressed interest in just sharing what I'm up to, which was nice. Um, and just kind of talking about some of the things that we share in common. Uh, in terms of our interests, so like video games, movies, sports, uh, TV, those sorts of things. Um, so how I picture it playing out is just I'll take, um, I'll take and talk about a few things in each segment, save some conversations for future episodes, um, and just kind of organically let these things kind of happen. Uh, not too many re-records or retakes or anything. Just kind of sharing my thoughts. Um, and yeah, so uh, I think the first place I'd like to start off and talking about is definitely video games because as many of you know, I'm a big gamer. Um, I've always been in the video games. Um, my first ever uh, video game system was a Super Nintendo. Um, actually, that's a lie. I did get an Atari. Um, I had an Atari. I had a original Nintendo. Oh, wow. That was a huge lie on my part. I apologize, folks. Um, the first one I really, really, really remember, though, and spent a lot of time with was the Super Nintendo. Um, but uh, yeah, so that was my generation. Um, I did have an N64. Um, that was a really good decade for gaming. Um, Ocarina of Time, Legend of Zelda, that was my first experience with Zelda. Um, oh, incredible. Uh, Majora's Mask, Super Smash Bros, James Bond, you name it. So many classic games for the N64. Um, and then I kind of went on PlayStation route uh, into my teen years. Uh, so I had a, I had a PS1, uh, PS2 when I was in junior high. That's when that was uh, really, really popular. PS3, PS4, you name it. Um, heavy into gaming. Um, so yeah, in my free time, I've been trying to play some video games, you know, try to try to relax and separate from work for a bit uh, as I'm hoping that many of you are doing and taking the time to do uh, taking some breaks from schoolwork um, but yeah no I've been I've been playing some PS4 um, I've been mainly playing playing Madden uh, Madden 20 um, such a great game you guys know I'm a football fan but we'll talk sports later um, yeah so playing some Madden um, nothing new for the ps4 for uh the next little bit here um because i did make a pretty big purchase which i'll talk about in a sec but while we're on the topic of ps4 um there is a game that i am really interested in getting at some point and that is the remake of final fantasy 7 um i don't know if you folks are into final fantasy or anybody's really played the games um, but I've always been a big fan of the Final Fantasy series. Um, my first Final Fantasy game, um, 
I believe was Final Fantasy VII, and then I did play a few of the older ones in later years. Um, but yeah, Final Fantasy VII was my first one. It was my it's my favorite out of the series to this day, um, and I was really pumped to hear that they were going to do a remake of it. Um, so I'm looking to play that at some point. It's going to be a while, um, but I am pretty hyped about it because it looks like it does capture uh, a lot of the tone of the original game and builds off of the story um that was kind of it was kind of difficult to follow in the original but um they're really kind of blowing up a lot of the details in the remake so um yeah i'm really excited for that and i i love story based um games like the uncharted series for example on the playstation um those were really good games too great stories to be had there um, but yeah, I did make a pretty big purchase here uh, right before we went into lockdown and quarantine. Um, I was supposed to go on a trip uh, on March break to Cuba, my partner and I, but obviously that didn't happen. We, we stayed home. Um, so I did decide to uh, buy a Nintendo Switch. Um, I did, those of you that I've talked to about gaming, uh, you guys know that I have wanted one for a while now. Um, and I decided to get one. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I bought one. Uh, it is incredible. I love that system so much. I never really thought that I would love, like I, I knew I would like it because um, I wanted one, but I never realized how much I would love it. Just to have the option to, you know, um, take it handheld and portable uh, and then have it up on the TV too. That's so great. Um, so yeah, I did buy the docked version. I didn't buy the, um, the light, I guess they called it the handheld. Um, so yeah, so I, I bought the docked version. I did buy two games with it. Um, at different times, I, I didn't buy them all at once. I don't have, didn't have that much money. Um, but the game that I did buy with it at first was, um, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, as I just mentioned, I've always been a huge Zelda fan. Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask are my two top favorites there. Um, but yeah, Breath of the Wild is incredible. Um, I knew it was good. Uh, a couple buddies of mine, they had a Switch and they were telling me about that game. They knew I've, I was a Zelda nerd. Um, but yeah, uh, Breath of the Wild is unbelievable. For those of you that have played it, you know that it is. Uh, for those of you that haven't, and maybe you've been kind of held back on it because you're not really a Zelda fan, um, you should get it. Uh, it is so good. Lots of great puzzles. Um, the Zelda series has all, always been about really great puzzles and dungeons and bosses. and uh, It's a thinking game. Um, so, yeah, Breath of the Wild was, um, or is, I should say, is... I'm blown away by it. I've I've already spent, I think I think it said about a hundred hours or something like that. I, I find that crazy because I you know I've never really sunk that much time into a game like that much amount. Um, but um, yeah, no, I, I I'm loving it. The shrines are awesome. Um, I am a little disappointed that they don't have like classic temples and dungeons like the other Zelda games do. It's like these divine beasts and there's some. Uh, some puzzles you got to activate some terminals and stuff uh, so that was a little that's a little disappointing but um, the Zelda feel is definitely there and you can tell that it's all about exploring the world and um, I'm into it big time um, I like the the survival part of the game you know like where your equipment breaks um, I know some people are kind of annoyed by that but I actually really like it because you know it 
you know, you, it gets you thinking, I'll save the best gear for the toughest fights. Um, and you'll always come across and can get those types of gear uh, back later on in the game. So, um, yeah, it's it's awesome. There's just so much to do in that game. And I'm, I'm going to be spending a lot, a lot of time for the next little bit playing Zelda. PS4 will be on the back burner for a bit. Um, but, yeah, the other game that I did get was uh super smash bros um i've loved that game i've uh, the first one i played n64 um captain falcon was my main in the n64 version um and i did play a little bit of the wii one that's how i knew that snake was in there um snake is from the metal gear solid franchise which is one of my favorite series of all time um so yeah i, I bought smash bros ultimate for the switch uh, it's sick. I'm still taking my time and unlocking all the characters. There's so many characters in that game. It's it's mind-blowing. Um, but I did unlock Snake. Um, I do have Captain Falcon. Um, but surprisingly, uh, that's not my main. Um, for those of you that play Smash Bros, um, everybody has a main. And for those of you that doesn't know, you don't know what that means, it means that um, you, you have your go-to character for your biggest fights. Um, so I thought it was going to be Snake and Captain Falcon for me, but it's actually, uh, surprisingly Little Mac right now. Uh, Little Mac is the, it's a boxer from the Punch-Out series, uh, that Nintendo did back in the day. Um, and yeah, it, he's really good. Um, he's a heavy hitter, but I, I don't know what it is, but I'm just really good with him. His, his move set suits me really well. Um, I'm also pretty good with Samus, but yeah, Little Mac, um, he's brought it to the next level for me. So that being said, I, I, I really hope that we do get the chance to go back to school at some point, um, because I would love to sometime in June, uh, maybe spend like a lunch hour or something for those of us that have a switch playing some smash bros. That'd be, that would be awesome. Um, so yeah, here's hoping. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been up to for gaming. Um, yeah, really good. Really happy with the um, with the purchase of the Switch, um, and I'm excited to get some more games for it. I'm hoping to get some get Pokemon at some point. Uh, I'll probably get Sword instead of Shield because um, a buddy of mine has Shield. Um, yeah, I'm looking. I'm also looking at Mario Kart at some point. Um, Mario Odyssey because I've heard that game is great. Um, yeah, just just so much, so much to get, and the games are so expensive. They don't go on sale pretty often, so um, those are big purchases that Nintendo wants you to make. Um, but yeah, no, even playing the retro games on the Switch Online, um, that's been like that's really brought out the value in it too. Having a big collection of retro games, and like I said at the start of this segment, that's the that's my generation of gaming. So. Um, yeah, I'm super happy to revisit some of the classics that I didn't get to play when I was a kid. So, yeah, overall, glad to be on the Nintendo train. Um, and uh, we'll definitely talk more Nintendo and we can talk more Zelda if you want uh, in future segments. Um, but I've already talked 10 minutes about video games. That's absurd. Um, so I think what I'll do is just end off on sports because I did have quite a good uh, collection of sports questions that you guys were asking me. Um the big question was uh, when I thought maybe NBA or NHL would pick up their seasons again, uh, or if they are. Um, and well, uh, to be honest, I I don't know um, because like we don't we're taking it day by day with this pandemic, right? Um, but I think that even if the pandemic 
where to end tomorrow. I'm not quite sure um, if the seasons would even bother be starting over again um, because like we're, we'd be well into Stanley Cup finals right now and and we'd be really close to NBA finals as well. Um, you know, it would be kind of cool if they did like based off the season standings when they had to shut down the season, you know, maybe do a little playoff based off that and, you know, pick it up maybe over the summer. But, um, you know, those are those are big businesses as well. And businesses, they financially report their their earnings in quarters. So like that's throughout the year. Um, so if they were to do that, I'm not sure if that would mess up their their quarterly cycles or not. Um, I really don't know. It's a tough question. Uh, I'm I'm with you. Uh, I uh, like many of you. I, I really want. I'm missing sports. I'm I'm wanting. I'm wanting to watch whatever. Honestly, I'd even watch some baseball. Sorry, baseball fans, but um, yeah, I I would even watch baseball. I'm not. I don't usually watch baseball, but um, yeah, I would I would be down for any sport really at this point. Um, yeah, so I don't know if they'll do a season. I think they'll probably wait till September. Um, to start things up again. Well, hockey usually start, starts in October, and I think basketball's around there, around there too. Baseball would be kind of getting started up, spring league here soon, but uh, I don't know if they'll even do that. So, anyway, you know, we'll see how we'll see how quickly the pandemic is over, um, and whether things will quickly get back to normal in terms of the sports world. But yeah, not sure. Um, but I'm hopeful with you. Um, the NFL, on the other hand, uh, they did do their draft, which was cool. Um, you guys know I'm a big football fan, New Orleans Saints fan. Um, so I definitely did watch the draft. I watch it every year, but it was especially special this year because we haven't had any really anything to talk about sports wise. Um, but yeah, um, the draft was good. Um, those of you that follow it or watch football, you guys know that Dro- Joe Burrow, yeah, Joe Burrow, uh, Joe Burrow, uh, he was the number one overall pick. He's a quarterback. He went to the Cincinnati Cincinnati Bengals. Wow, I cannot talk. You guys are used to that though in class. Hey, it's just like we're in class, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, so Joe Burrow went to the Cincinnati Bengals for number one overall. Um, you got to pay attention to those top ten picks. Uh, because they could be the future superstars, right? But Joe Burrow, number one overall, uh, that's going to be a really good division to watch. Um, you know, Bengals got their quarterback of the future now. Uh, they're a pretty good team anyway. I don't know why they were so bad uh, this past season. I think it was a lot of injuries. Um, but yeah, they're that's going to be a tight division. Uh, the Browns got Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, Oh man, stacked. The Browns are stacked. They're another team that should have did better than they did this past season. Um, so you got you got the Bengals, new look Bengals, Browns, Ravens with Lamar Jackson, who's a who the reigning MVP, superstar in his own right. Way better than Michael Vick. Um, whoa, man. And then the Steelers. Uh, whoa, like Ben Roethlisberger coming back from injury. You know that that division is going to be fire. Um, that'll be really interesting to see how that division plays out. Um, yeah, oh, I could talk about football forever, but I, I mean, we'll talk about the Saints. I'm a Saints fanboy. It's my podcast. Might as well talk about the Saints, right? Um, 
in the draft, they drafted a center. His name was uh, Cesar Ruiz. Um, not the pick I was really hoping for. I was I was kind of hoping that they'd pick a uh, pick a linebacker because our defense has been kind of inconsistent. Um, but uh, all I think it was a good pick, despite me not liking it. And I know a lot of Saints fans weren't really too thrilled about it either. Um, but you know when we played the Vikings in the playoffs, one of the main reasons why we got beat as bad as we did um, was because they were able to get pressure right down the middle of the offensive line and get to Drew Brees uh, very quickly. So, um, yeah, I think it was a needed pick, and I think it'll play off in the future um, in the playoffs. Ah, um, So, yeah. Uh, And then we also signed Emmanuel Sanders in free agency. He was a wide receiver. Um, coming over from the 49ers. He played in the Super Bowl with the 49ers, but he did win a Super Bowl with Peyton Manning and the Broncos uh, about five years back. Um, So that's cool. Um, Yeah, football will be good too. I just hope that they'll be able to do some training camps in August. Um, I'm thinking August is really the time when a lot of the, you'll see a lot of the sports stuff start to pick up um, because that's when I think we're all hopeful that this pandemic will end. Um, so we'll have to wait to the fall for everything sports wise. Um, but yeah, um, I think that's probably a good place to wrap up this segment. Um, so next episode for what's up, we'll definitely talk TV and movies. Sorry for those of you that were hoping that I talk about that here, but we're, we've already ate up 18 minutes, uh, going on 18 minutes. So, um, you know, I think we'll just get down to business Uh, We'll talk about what you folks are going to be up to for this coming week, uh, and then we'll send you off on your merry way. So look forward to the next session segment of What's Up with Mr. Christian in the next episode. But for now, let's take care of some business. All right, folks. So before we take care of business here, I do just want to quickly remind you that these podcasts here you can come back to them or pause them or skip around them as much as you want, okay? Um, I worry that with introducing these two new segments of shout-outs and what's up, um, that you'll notice that the episode length will get a little longer because I'll be spending some time talking about things that aren't related to school and what we're doing. Um, so I don't want you to feel like you, you have to sit there for the whole, like say, maybe hour and a half. Um, and listen to this all in one sitting. So all I'm trying to tell you is take breaks as you need them. Um, skip around segments if you want. You don't have to listen to those shout out and what's up segments. Um, those are just there to, you know, hopefully entertain you, take your mind off uh, schoolwork and stuff for a little bit and just relax. Um, so anyway, take breaks as you need them, okay? Um But on the business side of things, I do want to just quickly go through a few key terms here from your vocabulary list that you did for me last week that you're going to see pop up again in our topic for weeks five and six. Um, So it is important that I just kind of give you some information around those before you get started with that task. Um, But uh, that being said, though, Um, I will be giving you some feedback on your vocabulary sheets overall. Um, and I will also be giving you some feedback on bunny babies. So bunny babies, you'll get some comments on your documents, um, coming this week, week five. 
uh, and then um, I'll get to the rest of your words in the vocabulary list, okay? But I will be talking about a good chunk of them here today, um, so that'll be a little bit of feedback for you there, all right? Um, so what we're going to do here is we're going to take a look at that PowerPoint uh, or slideshow that I put up on Classroom, um, and you'll notice that the title of that slideshow is called Exploring the Formation of the Universe. Uh, and that is going to be our topic for these next couple weeks here. Um, so we're going to be talking about um, some theories that scientists believe that are there to explain how the universe began, uh, how it continues to exist, and um, really just try to figure out the start of time and space in general. Um, so this is really, really deep stuff. We're going to be going down some rabbit holes here, um, and we could be going into as much detail as we wanted to, but what I am going to try to do here is I am just going to try to limit myself and explain um, the fundamentals of things, because we always got to worry about doing the fundamentals, understanding them first before we go deeper, okay? So I'll try to give you as much detail as I can but I'll also try to hold back a little bit too, because like I said, this is deep stuff, all right? So let's take a look at uh, the next slide, which says exactly what we're gonna do, just review some key terms very quickly. And the first one we're gonna talk about is galaxies. So um, one of the big things here that uh, I try to get you guys to, to tell the difference between right away is the difference between what a universe is, what a galaxy is, and what a solar system is. So the way that I like to try to explain it is that the universe is like a country. So let's pretend the universe is Canada. All right. Now, a galaxy could be like a province. So Nova Scotia could be a galaxy in the universe of Canada. Okay. And then a solar system would be like a city in a province. So we have a solar system that exists in a galaxy and that galaxy exists in a universe. Okay. Um, so hopefully that's a little helpful in trying to picture the difference between all three. Um, but basically what a galaxy is, is it's just a collection of a bunch of different things that we can find in space, uh, like stars, which is our sun, for example. Our sun is a, what we consider in space to be a star. Um, we can find gases there. So uh, the most common gas that you find in space is typically hydrogen and helium, which is what stars are actually made of. Um, so we'll talk a little bit about that uh, more in a second. Um, but you'll also find dust because there's like rock and metals out there in space um, and other types of matter. But basically a galaxy is just uh, a big place where all these things can be found and they're all held together by gravity. And gravity is like that pulling force that keeps us grounded on the planet, right? Well, in space, um, the bigger an object is in space, so the more mass it has, um, the more gravity it's going to be able to create. And that is what is pulling everything and holding it together. Um, so anyway, that's a galaxy. So we got a bunch of things being held together by gravity, all right? And our solar system is located in a galaxy. So um, if you look at that picture that's just next to the different looking types of galaxies, spiral, elliptical, and irregular, 
uh, you'll notice that there's a little picture with an arrow pointing to something. Well, that is our galaxy. We are technically living in a spiral-shaped galaxy. Our galaxy is called the Milky Way, and our solar system is found within that Milky Way galaxy. So that bright center dot that you're seeing in the middle of that picture, that is our sun, and there's a bunch of gas that's swirling around it. Um, but in that gas, you'll also uh, find the planets. Uh, and that little arrow is actually pointing to Earth, so where we are in that picture. Okay, so anyway, that's a galaxy. Let's move on to the uh, next word, which is nebulae. So nebulae is plural for nebula. So if we're talking about more than one nebula, we're talking about nebulae, okay? Um, but a nebula is basically where we have a bunch of gas. So like I said a second ago, the most common gas you'll find in space is hydrogen and helium. So that's where a lot of these uh, types of gases are hanging out inside of a nebula. Um, and basically what scientists believe is that this is the area where stars are created. So all that gas that you're seeing in that picture there, we got some red and orange and yellow. Um, basically what's going to happen is gravity is going to push all that gas together. Uh, and that pushing force of the gravity uh, is going to form a star. Um, it's really neat stuff. And we'll talk more about um, how stars are created here in a moment. Um, but, uh, that's the gist of it. And like I said, I don't want to, I don't want to overwhelm you with detail here. I just want to give you the gist of what all these are. So in terms of a nebula, you got a bunch of gas, that gas is going to be used to create stars. Okay. Thank you, gravity. All right. Uh, the next word there is a dwarf star. Okay, so we had two types of stars that I wanted you to look up. I know that they weren't in the glossary. I apologize about that. Um, so hopefully you just did a quick Google search. I can tell that you guys did. Um, so I am just going to give you a little more details around these two types of stars so you have a better understanding in terms of the difference between them. Okay, so there's two main differences that you can pull from here between a dwarf and a massive star. The first one is its size. So a dwarf star is going to be smaller than a massive star. Massive star is going to be bigger. Um, just to give you an idea of how big a massive star is, uh, a lot of you in your definitions, you were saying that massive stars are larger than eight solar masses. Um, so if you're wondering what a solar mass is, because I know a lot of you wrote that and you probably don't know, um, but a solar mass is basically um, we take what we know, uh, which is the size of our sun. We know how big our sun is because that's what we live closest to. Uh, and we compare the size of our sun uh, to other stars out there. Um, so when we're talking about massive stars being eight solar masses, what that actually means is that massive stars are basically the size of eight of our suns combined. So if you took eight suns that are our sun's size and piled them together, put them all together, mushed them together, um, you would get the size of a massive star. I know it's hard to believe because, you know, even our sun is massive, uh, but believe it or not, out there in the universe, there are much, much bigger stars than ours. Um, so yeah, um, 
that's one of the hardest things about this unit is trying to wrap our heads around just the sheer size of how big the universe is and how big these things out there um, that are existing in the universe, how big they can be. Um, so just know that a dwarf star is smaller than a massive star, all right? Now, the other difference between a dwarf and massive star is basically how long they live for. Um, so a star lives by basically using the hydrogen and helium it's made of uh, to kind of give it energy, if you will. Okay, so I like to explain it as like a car needs gas in order to move. Well, uh, a sun needs hydrogen and helium to burn uh, in order to basically burn as bright as it does. Okay, um, so a dwarf star, um, they are the longest living types of stars because not only are they smaller, uh, but they also burn their hydrogen a lot slower. So they, they don't burn through as much gas as a massive star would. Um, so because they burn their hydrogen slower, it allows them to live for like hundreds of billions of years, billions, billion, billion with a B, a long, 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 long time. Um, so yeah, um, dwarf stars are living a lot longer. Okay. Um, you will notice there that I do say that they can come in red, yellow, white, and black. Um, color can do a lot to describe, uh, what a star is like. Um, color can describe how hot that star is burning. Um, but it also can be helped to describe how old the sun is. So I won't go into detail there right now. If you do want to read more about it, though, I do encourage you to look those things up. Okay, so that's a dwarf star. Um, now, with a massive star, thinking about those two things that we just talked about in difference, size and fuel, uh, massive stars are bigger than dwarf stars, much, much bigger. We already said eight solar masses, meaning eight of our suns smushed together. Um, and for massive stars, in terms of fuel, they are actually burning through their hydrogen and helium very fast. And the what they're doing with that burning of that very quickly is they're actually creating new elements because they're fusing together. Um, so we're going to talk more about that in a minute when we get to supernova. Okay, But just know that massive stars are much bigger than a dwarf star and they burn their hydrogen very, very quickly which means that they are only able to live for a few hundred million years. So dwarf stars were billions of years. Massive stars are only millions of years, okay? Um, so I know, lots, very deep. I'm trying my best here to keep it simple for you. And I'm hopefully you are finding it somewhat simple, okay? Uh, let's move on to the next one. So supernova. Um, so this is basically inevitable for stars. At some point, uh, every star out there will experience a supernova. And essentially what a supernova is, it's a big explosion. It's a star exploding, um, which is much stronger of an explosion than anything that we could ever understand. It's way bigger than a nuclear explosion. It's, it's huge amounts of power here that we're talking about. Um, so well, how does a star basically explode in supernova? Uh, well, it all has to do with 
the amount of time, remember, it takes for it to burn up its hydrogen, so millions versus billions of years. Um, and because massive stars live uh, a lot shorter lives than dwarf stars, they're typically the ones that are blowing up because it, it takes them less time. Um, so just very quickly, basically, um, a supernova, what will happen to cause a star to explode is it runs out of hydrogen and helium to burn through. Um, gravity then kind of pushes down on the core of the star. So, um, you know, our planet has a core, um, and so do stars. They have a core, which is like the center. Um, so the center of that star runs out of hydrogen and helium to burn. Um, it eventually actually turns into iron, uh, believe it or not. So like that metal, uh, and then what happens is gravity is pushing against that iron core and it collapses in on itself. So think of like a building caving in on itself. Um, that core collapsing in on itself actually releases a bunch of energy uh, that's built up in those hydrogen and helium atoms that created this iron. Uh, and the difference just completely, um, the gravity pushes on it and causes the explosion. Um, not the smoothest example or explanation of the supernova here, because it is uh, a lot to wrap our heads around. Um, but just know that a supernova is when a star dies and it explodes from the pressure of gravity. Okay, No more hydrogen and helium to burn. It's done. It blows up. And it can actually create the last keyword that we're talking about. And it's the one thing that we know the least about, and scientifically as well, and that is black holes. Um, so I am actually not going to go into detail here talking about black holes because they are very, 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 very complicated. And, um, scientists are still studying black holes and trying to understand them. We know that there's a bunch out there in the universe. Um, so what I'm going to do is just direct you to that video link that you see there, uh, in slide number eight for black holes. Uh, watch that video because I think that video, although it provides a lot of detail, it does do a really good job in explaining uh, how black holes are formed and the answers to the question about what would happen if we were to fall into one. So it's theories around how our body would change if we were to fall into a black hole. So it's a really super interesting video. I hope you enjoy it. Please take it out, uh, check it out. Take you can't take it out, but you can check it out. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, please enjoy it. It's pretty cool. So uh, that being said, I think that's a good spot to take a quick break, go watch that video, uh, and then come back for the next segment here where we'll talk about the Big Bang Theory. It is pretty sweet. This is the joke of the day brought to you by SOA in 9-1. What does a mathematician do when he is scared of negative numbers? He stops at nothing. Oh yeah! Alright folks, so let's quickly talk about the assignment that I'm going to be getting you to do here for weeks 5 and 6. Um, I'm most likely going to make the due date for this um, for the end of week 7 because this is a, is a good little tasks that I'm getting you guys to do. I don't want you to stress about um, not having enough time to do it. So I'm going to give you guys as much time as you need there. Okay. I think, I think three weeks will probably do okay. All right. Um, so if you want to go ahead and open up that document on Classroom, 
Um, you'll notice here that it is called Theories on the Universe Assignment. Uh, and basically what you're doing here, um, without reading the description on the top that you can probably read for yourself if you like, uh, basically what you're doing here is uh, I want to give you the opportunity to learn about some other theories out there aside from the Big Bang Theory, um, despite most scientists agreeing that the Big Bang Theory is the way to go because we have the evidence for it. Um, so I just really want to introduce you to some other theories out there that exist that attempt to explain not only how the universe was created and began, but also uh, how it continues to exist right now. So there are really, really cool theories that are in that, um, that article. Sorry, uh, I don't want to talk about them here and spoil anything for you. Um, so you open up that link, click on that link in the instructions. Um, it's called the 10 Alternatives to the Conventional Big Bang Theory, that tiny URL link. Step one, click on that. You'll go to the article uh, and then just read about the 10 alternatives to the Big Bang Theory. Okay. Um, so yeah, read about each one of those 10. And then basically what I want you to do is choose one theory out of those 10 that you would like to learn a little more about. So that article does give you a good bit of information uh, about the theory. Um, but as a part of this assignment, you are going to need at least one more source. Okay, so we'll talk about that in a moment. Um, so that's step number two. Choose one out of those 10 theories that the article talks about. Uh, and then step number three is I do want you to um, try to write me some paragraphs about that theory. Um, so I will be also putting out a um, like an alternative here. Um, where I'll basically just kind of treat it like a worksheet and ask you these questions that I'm putting. Uh, you'll notice I have paragraph one, two, three, and four. Um, so yeah, I will I will make a little alternative for you if you feel like um, writing paragraphs is just a little too much to do right now. I, I'm trying to be um, sensitive to that. I don't want to stress you guys out anymore. Um, but I, I do want to try to push some of you to start to think about um, paragraph writing and I dare to say it, but kind of paper and essay writing, um, because you are going to be doing a quite you're going to be doing quite a little bit of that throughout high school. Um, grade ten is going to be like kind of getting you started off on it, but grade eleven and twelve, you're going to be writing papers, and you're going to be like, uh, "This is no problem by this point." Okay, um, so uh, yeah, so I do break it down in paragraphs here. Um, but like I said, I will put up an alternative here where you can just kind of answer it like questions, like an assignment for you if paragraph writing is stressing you out. So anyway, um, so if you are going to try to challenge yourself and you are going to try to write in paragraphs, I do have questions here to help you gather up the information and form those paragraphs in your writing, okay? And if you do choose to do like the worksheet version, you're basically just going to be answering these questions, okay? So uh, if I were going to be doing a paragraph style uh, assignment here, um, paragraph one, you're going to want to tell me what the theory, uh, what the name of the theory is that you're going to be talking about. Um, tell me who created that theory and when, so the name and year of that person. Um, and then why did you choose this theory out of the other options? So we'd call that an introduction. Um, so I think though, if you answer those three questions, uh, yeah, you'll, you'll have a solid first paragraph there. Okay. Um, but if you're doing the worksheet, uh, version of this assignment, you're just answering those three questions. Okay. 
Um, so if you're going to do paragraph two, this is where I want you to explain what the theory is about, all right? And try to explain it in your own words because some of these things that you're going to be reading, you're going to be really, really tempted to copy and paste. And you don't want to do that because I know you don't write at a university level. So I will know, okay? So try to do it uh, in your own words, okay? So that way you can really try to make sense of it yourself, all right? Um, paragraph three uh, what do scientists think about the theory? So, um, what I mean by that is, is there a lot of support for it? Um, do scientists think that it's a really good challenger to the big bang? Um, what, what basically, how do they feel about it? All right. Um, do they agree or disagree? So what are some arguments that scientists basically make for or against it? So what I'm trying to get you to do here is, just kind of find some information around what scientists think about this theory. Um, so for those that really like it, what is it that they like about it? Um, for those that don't like it, what are some things that they are saying that they don't like about that theory? Okay, so why is it bad? Why is it good to them? Okay, that's what you're trying to do for paragraph three. And like I said, if you're doing the um, worksheet version of this, you're just trying to answer those questions um, one at a time, okay? Um, so the last paragraph, if you're choosing the right paragraph style, uh, what are your thoughts on the theory? What did you find interesting? Uh, do you think it is real or possible for this theory to exist? And do you like it better than the Big Bang Theory? And then please tell me why or why not, all right? So that's basically just wrapping up last paragraph, your final thoughts on it. Um, as long as you try to answer these questions, folks, uh, in your writing, you're going to be a-okay. All right. So I imagine many of you are probably going to choose the worksheet. Uh, and I honestly don't blame you. That's totally fine. Um, but yeah, I will leave this version of the assignment up there for you. For those of you that would like to challenge yourself and try to write paragraphs about these things. Okay. So your choice, either try to write paragraphs or answer the questions in the worksheet form about your theory. Okay. Now, the last thing I need to mention here is that you do need a minimum of two additional sources um, to research about your theory, okay? So you can use the article, uh, being the 10 alternatives article that you started out with, you can use that as one of your sources, okay? But you do, at the very minimum, need to at least find one more site that talks about the theory you chose, okay? Um, Really, what for in the past when I've done this assignment, um, most students usually end up with around three or four uh, sources, um, but I've always had that two minimum mark there, okay? Because I know you can find a good source and just rely on maybe two things. Um, so, yeah, you got to have at least a minimum of two, but out of that two, you can include the 10 alternatives uh, link and article, okay? So, that is the assignment for weeks five and six. Um, the due date will be at the end of week seven, so I will post that on Classroom. Um, so no stress here. Take your time with it. You got two options to, to do this assignment, so you choose the one that you feel is right for you, okay? Paragraph writing or, um, or the worksheet. Either way, I'm just excited to see what you guys think about not only this assignment, but some of the theories that you're going to choose because it's so, so cool. I hope you enjoy this. 
All right, folks, that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Uh, I hope that it was an enjoyable one, as always. Um, but I do hope that you guys like the What's Up and Shout Out segments. We're going to keep doing those in all future episodes of the podcast um, because I had a lot of fun with those. They were really fun for me to do. Um, and yeah, I hope you enjoy them too. So we'll keep doing shout outs. We'll keep talking about things that uh, we're both interested in. Um, I'll keep getting feedback from you too. I'll post another form uh, later on to get some feedback about this episode. And maybe you can tell me some things that you want me to talk about in future episodes. Okay. Um, So yeah, um, hope it was a good one. I hope you're excited about the uh, theories on the universe. I really don't want you to worry or stress about it too, too much. It doesn't matter what option you choose. I'm just trying to provide you... Uh, not only with maybe a little bit of a challenge, um, but I also want to make sure that I'm giving you the feedback that you need to develop your writing skills um, because I feel like writing is one of my big strengths uh, and I do want to pass on some of those tips for you um, so that you guys can become better writers as well. Um, So that being said, you choose whatever option you want to do for the assignment, either paragraph style or the worksheet version. It doesn't matter to me. Um, and just try your best to answer those questions about the theories you choose. I hope you guys enjoy reading about those theories. Some of them are really, really, really cool, like time, space, uh, alternate realities and stuff like that. Like, what? Um, So uh, (laughs) I hope you guys have fun with that. Um, Don't take it too, too seriously, because I know even when I was trying to explain the Big Bang Theory to you, it's hard for even me to wrap my head around some of these things. So don't feel like... um, you know, you need to be an expert on, um, everything in this unit. Okay. Cause even scientists aren't experts. They're still studying these things. So, uh, just relax, enjoy, um, enjoy reading about these theories, um, have fun with it. Okay. And yes, I do believe aliens are real. Um, <laughs> there's gotta be life out there in the universe. Uh, if we exist, it's highly likely that Um, there's another intelligent life form or life being out there. Um, so yeah, also the Pentagon declassified, uh, a few, uh, UFO videos. UFO does stand for unidentified flying object. It doesn't stand for, you know, little, little green space people. Um, so just because those Pentagon videos were declassified, um, doesn't mean that you know there was little green people flying them you know it's it's really hard to say it could be secret military research from another country that's creating these really um unique flying objects (laughs) um if you're not sure what i'm talking about i will actually link uh those videos for you in the uh comment section and maybe we can talk about that in the next podcast are aliens real um so yeah Uh, we can talk about that even more anyway enjoy folks have a good next couple weeks here we'll talk to you on the next episode of the podcast you know how to get a hold of me i'm here to help you hope everybody's doing all right we'll talk to you next time mr christian no